Adventurers and fellow adventurers, welcome to the MinMaxed Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. We want to invite you, as always, to come join our Discord, a place where you can hang out and chat with us and other listeners of the show. If you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our new Venmo for one-time kinds of things, or you can go to our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of our patrons at the big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Blodimus Slump, Emily S, Thunder Mammoth, Jason K, Just Mike Works, Ross D., and tree hugger new this week longtime discord participant sir newt moving up to the big number level this week frank l and new this week at the big number level toma elaka thank you all so much you are a big reason of why this show continues to go and now a recap of session 58 we continue to traverse the fucking minefield that seems to be defending the wellspring tower as we get there, a bunch of Zolgaths, the Wiz, and Jeb throw out all the AoEs. Eventually, we really get into combat, and everything is stupid and silly. Eventually, they all die. We loot and heal up, we climb a bunch of stairs, and get to a hallway. The wizard decides to shout down it, announcing our presence. <laughs> I love how you went from, can I stealth while flying, to, hey, we're coming for you. <laughs> Let's just announce our assault. <laughs> Maybe we can just funnel them all through the entrance. Hopefully it's like a hallway. <laughs> just bop them on the head as they come out. There is no answer. I wasn't expecting one. However, you do notice this faint flickering coming from the bottom of that hole, but from the top of the tower. Okay. And as that light from inside the tower flickers, the actual orb itself dims to a light brownish color. And it flickers in time with the flicker from deeper in the tower. The flicker from the tower stops, and the Aeon Orb slowly goes back to full light. Or what you would assume is full light. You haven't seen it any brighter than this. I don't like whatever that is. I leave. I go go meet up with my friends. What did you find, wizard? Nothing. I, I did announce our arrival. I liked how Moonlight did it when we got into town the other day. I thought I'd give it a shot. I don't think I did as well. You told everyone we were coming. Yeah, we're a circus. Don't we normally do that? Sigh. (laughs) Audible sigh. (laughs) One party of reach to the the first tier of the Wellspring Tower. This is the entrance. And again, this is a dark hallway leading into the tower. Let us go meet the inevitable ambush. And Bernard, on my shoulder, holds open the uh, wayfinder that he's holding that lights up. I always forget that. That's that's how I intended this character to be able to see in the dark, is that Bernard sits on my shoulder and holds a, a wayfinder that casts light. So that's what I do. I like that. Yeah. Like It's like the same as if I were like wearing it on my neck, but I like it flavored that Bernard's holding it. Let's see if we can clear this in one big fight. The better to cast Fireball. I'm out of Fireballs. Oh. We probably shouldn't be doing this with me and Swanee both down a bunch of spells, but let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Here we are. I made a mistake. (laughs) Nothing comes out to you at the terrace. Okay, I start heading down this hallway. The interior of the tower is dark and cool. A wide corridor extends back 45 feet with a vaulted ceiling 20 feet overhead. A smaller side passage extends to the south. An alcove at the back of the corridor holds a crudely rendered statue. The floor before it bears a scattering of broken rubble and the bones of what appears to have been a freshly killed deer. Uh, I move down toward the end of that hallway towards those deer bones. Peach Pie slowly approaches. The statue looks weird. In what way does the statue look weird? Maybe like it's it's melted in some fashion, perhaps. It's a vaguely humanoid shape, but it does it certainly isn't it certainly doesn't look like something that belongs in a a, a tower that was erected by Aridin. This looks the 
The statue almost looks like something that uh, was done with a very unskilled hand. I look behind me. The wizard. I have been attacked by many statues of light. Is this one going to fight me? Do I detect any magic? You do not detect any magic. However, I would like everybody to roll initiative for me. As you all are, like, slowly creeping into the hallway, very suddenly, six inky black tendrils erupt from the statue. God damn it. I knew this statue was going to be fucking attacking, and god damn it. Other statue? It's a tabletop RPG. Statues attack you. That's true. (laughs) Jebediah, you start off round one. What is this thing? A large aberration? You see a crude statue. That's all you need to do. I hate statues. Charge. <laughs> and inky black tendrils erupt from the statue all at once. Yeah, you just made it worse. Charge! 33. Well, as Jebediah charges forward toward the statue, one of those tendrils erupts and lashes out at Jebediah and gets a 30 to hit. When you get hit, it doesn't deal you damage. It hits your chest and then wraps around it immediately. You are now grabbed. What's hugging me? And you feel your strength being sapped from you by this sticky strand. Good thing I'm a caster. (laughs) (laughs) You're enfeebled one as well. But yes, your 33 does hit. Smack. I get some tendrils. Are you attacking the tendrils or... Chief. Oh my god. No, I'm going to attack him and I rolled miserably with get 11 damage. Partially resisted. Oofta. Only like one. Oh, probably no, the electricity. shock. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'll attempt another swing, sure. 26. Ooh, 26 misses. I want to argue that it shouldn't have gotten a reaction, but Ted definitely announced our presence, so... <laughs> <laughs> Turtle looks at Jeb wondering why you had her jump up here. That thing's gross. See, it's my turn. The turtle just kind of stands outside of the... Oh, yeah. On the terrace. Making sure the wizard doesn't try to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Even though the wizard's flying. (laughs) You got us into this. You're fucking staying. All right. Well, then, after Jebediah smacks the crude statue, a singular eye opens right in the center, on the chest. It should definitely definitely take some negatives to attack for no depth perception. Why is it upside down? Is it like a stalactite? It's like a fucking tornado monster tentacle eye mouth. This creature normally hangs upside down in caves and hides itself as a stalactite. That's pretty fucking cool. Stalactite, but instead this one is the other way around. A stalactite. Actually, I don't know which one's which, so... Stalagmite. tight hangs on the ceiling tightly. Stalagmite uh-huh. might reach the top. Cool. That is some pretty fucking cool art. It absolutely looks like a stalactite, but with tentacles and a mouth and an eye. I'm pretty sure that's going to be like a next-gen Pokemon. <laughs> it's a cousin of Geo, dude. It's been four decades. We've run out of ideas. I mean, have you seen some of their Pokemon? I mean, they literally came out with one that's a fucking smoothie, so... (laughs) (laughs) My kids have played lots of Pokemon. I have played Yellow. (laughs) That's it. It's the wizard's turn. I'm going to try to recall knowledge on it. I want to know what the fuck it is. It's a Pokemon, you digit. (laughs) (laughs) The wizard looks at it and goes, The fuck? (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) Jeb takes out a Pokeball. Uh, what kind of check do you want? Uh, go ahead with an occult check. Yeah, it's an aberration. It's an occult check. <laughs> 30. This is a, a creature called a roper. Oh. oh, this is a new art for a roper. Cool. This is the <laughs> new roper art. The roper is an aberration. Like you've noticed, the roper appears to be nothing more than a large stalactite, stalagmite, or pillar of ice. Cunning and patient ambush predators, ropers use this to their advantage. They don't form large societies, so they're singular creatures generally, uh, but they can very often be found living alongside other deep-dwelling denizens. Or randomly in towers in the middle of a plane. 
you succeeded on this check, wizard. I will give you two pieces of non-story related information about the Roper. Ask if it has resistance to shock. Is there weaknesses and resistances? Ropers resist electricity. However, they are weak to fire. God damn it. Hey, wizard, how many fireballs do you have? I'm not going to fireball this hallway anyways. Everyone's in it. Do you have produced flame, though? I do. I don't know if I have any other fire. Most of my shit's cold and negative and lightning, which... Fuck shock. Yeah, I will uh, produce flame, I guess. That's all I got for fire. 33 to hit. Fucking pew pew. Yeah, 33 hits. Okay, and that's going to be 5d4 plus 4 damage. 18 damage. When that little ball of flame that you throw at it hits it, it screeches in this just absolutely demonic, like high pitched, in pain. Wizard, you hear it say afterwards, Fire! Pain! Pain! I didn't even think about asking languages. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. What is it speaking? It's speaking under common at you. Gotcha. That makes sense. Do you tell us this about the creature, or do you say that I'm, to I'm, yourself? I'm thinking. <laughs> well, do you, like, tell us its weaknesses, or...? Yeah, I'm sure I would have said, you know, its weaknesses. It's resist electric, or resist shock, weak to fire. Well, in case you needed any convincing on the fire, it takes an additional ten fire damage from that cantrip. Oof, duh. Why are you attacking us? It just screams. I'm done. Well, that takes us over to its turn. It uses one action, an attack that's called Flurry of Strands. And all of those dark strands of inky black tentacles, five of them lash out from its body and come at each of you in turn. It can reach all the way to Turtle? It can reach all the way to Turtle. Fuck. So we've got Jebediah does a 33 hit you. Yeah. Jeb, another strand hits you, and your enfeebled condition increases to enfeebled two. Stop that. The wizard does a 29 hit you. Yep. The wizard is now also grabbed and enfeebled one. Peach Pie does a 28 hit you. It does. You are grabbed and are enfeebled one. Moonlight with a 32 to hit. Yeah. You are also grabbed and enfeebled. And finally, everyone's favorite kitty. Who is literally like 40 feet away. Yeah. (laughs) Outside of the hallway. 34 to hit Turtle. Yeah, dude. Spot on. And Turtle is also grabbed and enfeebled. Wait, spot on? I'm one. No, I (laughs) didn't. All right, that was its first action. For its second and third, it's going to use a single athletics check to do something called pull the strands. And I'm going to make an athletic check, and this is going to be against each of your fortitude DCs. 25. How does that do against everybody? Fail. Fail. Fail with Peach Wow. Well, fail with Moonlight. Wizard? Fortitude DCs 10 plus my fortitude save, right? That's correct, yeah be 25 so it succeeds succeeds. i'm assuming the wizard gets pulled closer and actually ends up bumping right into peach pie who's in front of him oh hey all right then that takes us over to moonlight it's your turn (sighs) fuck so i'm grabbed that's correct how do you get out of a grab just like a escape check Escape you check can use athletics or acrobatics, or uh, like escape. a basic melee. Yeah, you either make it a basic melee attack, uh, athletics, or acrobatics. You're correct. That's one action. That's correct. I'm going to attempt an acrobatics check. Nope, that's that's a one. Uh, the critical failure of an escape attempt, an escape attempt, is you don't get free, and you can't attempt to escape again until your next turn. Well, hopefully that uses up my bad rolls. Nope. Fuck. Was that your manipulate action to cast a spell? That was. Well, that was a three. Fuck, so... You lose the spell you were attempting to cast. (sighs) 
Do I use my hero point already, or do I just say fuck it and I lose my entire fucking turn because I can't roll for shit? What spell are you trying to cast? Blistering Invective. What level is that? Two. But it does persistent fire, so it could potentially take fire damage every turn. What kind of save does it have to make? Will. Which I'm hoping is low for. It's probably its lowest. I don't know. Up to you, though. Might save it. No. I think I'm going to just let it go. Call it a day. Peach Pie. It's your turn. So, because I'm being grabbed by it, are we saying I can hit it, even though I'm not, you know, adjacent to it? You can hit the tendril. Okay. And deal it damage just like normal? That's not what I said. You're going to attack a tendril to break your grab. I'll attack the tendril, then. 35 to hit. A 35 hits. 23 damage. Peach Pie reaches up with his hammer and slams it down on the tendril, and it boing, bounces off. So it deals no damage? Doesn't really look like you did anything to it. Okay, I end my turn. That's all you're going to do is attack it once? I can't move. Your athletics check to get, break the grapple. Well, I suppose so. Oh, 27. So, so fucking close. Unfortunately, a 27 will fail. Jebediah, it's your turn. Ah, all right. Smack a bitch. Ugh. 20. 20 will miss. Try again. Ooh, 15. Ouch, that won't also miss. Ah, turtle's gonna just, she doesn't like being grabbed, so she's gonna bite at this thing. Well, 25. Hit it. 25 does not hit. How about fucking done? Turtle bites at the sticky strand and nothing happens. Do you have to say sticky strand? Like, that's... Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like those words together mm-hmm. for some reason. Well, after Jebediah, wizard, it's your turn. I don't know what the fuck to do. Just use your fire. Produce flame. I rolled that one. You lose your spell. Cool. It's a cantrip. Do I even try to get away? Might as well. Acrobatics. 12. 12 will fail. It is now its turn. It's going to use its first two actions to pull everyone closer. 34 versus all of your fortitude DCs. Finally. I'm assuming that gets everybody. Yeah, pull me, daddy. Not a critical on me, though. You're all huddled up right at the base of this guy. Turtle critically fail? Uh, no. No, no, it's uh, 25 feet on a normal fail. Holy fuck. 50 feet on a critical fail. Jesus fucking Christ. What's its reach on the actual tendril? The strand reach is 50 feet. <clears throat> With its third action, now that it's got its prey just lined up right in front of it, the buffet for the taking, it's going to take a bite right out of Jebediah. Or attempt to. 23 to hit? 23 misses. Well, Jebediah dodges out of the way. And that's its turn. Moonlight. Oh, we're going to need a will save, but I'm guessing it doesn't speak common. So it's actually going to get a plus four to the save. Oh, it rolls a natural one on the die. <laughs> it dies. Really? Yep. Um, so... With a plus four, what does it get? Holy shit, is this blistering invective? Yes, it's blistering invective. Plus four, it would be a 28. So it's just a failure, huh? It's a success that becomes a failure because it's a nat one. This is probably the first time we've run across this. I think so. Because, dear God, it has a plus 23. Uh, yeah, yeah, the will is actually its strongest safe. And it gets a plus two versus magic shit. For those who haven't dug too deep into the critical system of Pathfinder 2nd Edition, one of its weird quirks is that when you roll a save... Quick interjection, not just saves, but also when you roll basically anything, including attacks and skill checks. You don't consider the 20 and the 1 right away. You take a look at the immediate result. Now in this case with the Roper, it got a 28, which succeeds versus Moonlight's save DC, which is a 27. Now, after you figure out whether the result succeeds or fails, you then raise or lower the success rate if it got a 1 or a 20 on the die. In this case, it got a 1 on the die, which means that it lowers its success down to a failure. 
So I successfully yell at it that it uh, is really ugly and call yourself a stalagmite? You look like a mound of crap. It doesn't get it, but it does understand that it is now on fire. Yes. And actually, failure also makes it frightened one. Appropriate. You haven't seen the results yet, but that was a solid turn. Anything for your third action? I mean, I'm standing here. Sure, we'll try an acrobatics. Nope. Get a 20. A 20 will not escape the sticky strands. For you, Ted. Peach Pie, it's your turn. Alright, finally I get to attack this goddamn idiot. Oh Aww. my god. Get a That's 20. 16 Get a miss. 20 will miss. I attack again. Jeez, another 20 and a miss. I guess I'll just attack a third time. And I'm gonna get a 19 and a miss. Four rolls. That was a 20. <laughs> uh, I am done. Alright. Well, Peach Pie swings, 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 and does not connect. Jebediah. Jebediah will swing, swing, swing. Actually, probably only twice here. First off, the cat is still hating this. The cat's enfeebled one, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. 21. 21 will not bite successfully. Natural 20 to bite the thingy. The tendril? Yeah. Nice. All right. Go ahead and deal damage. 27 damage. Turtle bites down on the tendril. She can tell that she she gets through it, but she doesn't slice through the tendril, and it continues to maintain the grapple. Turtle thinks that she should use her claws. <laughs> Smart kid. <laughs> ah, Jebediah will swing at the big right and boil with a 29. 29 hits. How about garbage rolls? How am I doing this? That was pretty bad, man. Jesus. <laughs> we finally get a hit. Damn near minimum damage. <laughs> Let's have to second attack. I'll fail. I was going to say, why are you only plus two? Because you're in feeble too. That's right. Feeble, yeah. Rough. It's screaming and flailing and on fire. But it is now the wizard's turn. Flat check to cast produce flame. Roll the five. That'll do it. 32 to hit. 32 hits. Okay. Uh, Almost max damage. Holy shit. Wow. 23 and 5d4 plus 4. All 4s and 1 3. Nice. Produce Flame doing some work. I mean, this is when we need it because we ain't doing shit to it so far. (laughs) And uh, I will try to escape then. Nope. I don't even know if it's possible for you to escape. I, I highly doubt I can wizard when you cast the uh, produce flame it does trigger a reaction from the roper oh wonderful and it lashes out one of its strands at you no gets a 27 to hit yeah it's that is going to increase your enfeebled condition to enfeebled the two has this guy even dealt a single point of damage he deals no damage he's just incredibly fuck off annoying <laughs> it just saps our energy it just automatically it. increases the enfeebled by one if he succeeds on a strand hit, yes. I'm gonna yell at him. Like, why are you even doing this? You're not even hurting us in Undercommon. What is your you, end game? Are you even trying to, like, kill us? Or are you just trying to, like. You're uh, just annoying us. He's. Let me go? I'll stop hurting you with fire. I mean, it's still on fire. Like, it's now actively, like, burning. I'll, on fire. I'll, I'll put that fire out for you. Uh, it just continues to scream, and it's going to bite at Peach Pie. Get a 22 to hit. It misses. Then it's going to bite at Jebediah. Ah, 33 to hit. Bite me. <laughs> it, it did. It, it did. Bite Successfully. <laughs> Jeb, you take 28 points of damage. Ah, uh, he can roll well. I doubt it. Can I doubt? I cast doubt. <laughs> I press X. Doubt. You take uh, 20 points of piercing damage as it bites into you. And that's going to be the Roper's turn. However, it is going to just burn. Needs to make its uh, persistent check. It gets an 11. Fails, bitch. It burns. Eight 
fire damage from the persistent, increased by another 10 because of the weakness, takes 18 points of damage. Moonlight, it's your turn. Well, we're going to start with Moonlight glares at it. Oh, god damn it. Why can't I fucking roll tonight? 25 to beat its will, DC? Not going to happen. Uh, I get a flat check of 17. There you go. You make it. Fucking throw a book at it. I'm annoyed with it. (laughs) And 22. Was almost a good roll. Another fucking five. 22 will miss. All right. That's my turn. Then that takes us over to Peach Pie. Your turn. Attack. 27 misses? 27 misses. What a bitch. Attack. (sighs) Attack. Jesus Christ. Missed three times. Then after Peach Pie, we go back up to the top of the order. Round four. Jebediah. Let's bite things. Uh, 14 to hit. That'll miss. 25. 25 misses. All right. Jebediah will get a 32. Jebediah hits. We'll try to not roll trash. He doesn't. 24. Hey, nice. We'll sling a final attempt on this weird looking thing and fail with a 17. Jeb lands a nice hit on this one, which takes us over to the wizard. Flat check. Produce flame. Uh, 13. 13 gets it. Oh. You've been rolling so well on those two. Right? That one. Third action, I will attempt to escape. Me a 20. Nope. And after the wizard, we're going to head back to the roper. So the roper uses its first action to begin to climb up the back wall. Only moves 10 feet. So let go of us? No. Maintains its hold. It uses its second action to bite at Jebediah. Gets a one on the die. Misses. Uses its third action to climb to the ceiling. Is now hanging from the ceiling in the same place, essentially. Fucking ropers, man! Now it's going to need to make its flat check for the persistent damage here. And gets a four. Well, might not be able to do anything else, but that flat da- that uh, weakness damage is <laughs> doing it. It takes 19 fire damage. It's on fire, climbing to the ceiling, just screaming in pain. Moonlight. You think you'll be better off up there? <laughs> well, we're going to start off with that good old escape check. 26 ain't going to do it, I don't think. It will not. Flat check. 10. Book check. <laughs> Nat 20. Hey, 37. There it is. That is a critical hit. That book check is going to be 47 damage. Yes. Oh, nice rolls. Very nice rolls. Told you. <laughs> it smacks it right in its singular eye. Deep by 10d6 plus 8. Yeah. That's a fuck ton of damage for a cantrip, man. Can I hit it from where I'm at with my hammer? You can. It hangs down far enough. Okay. Well, I will. Or at least I'll attempt to. I have not successfully done so yet, but perhaps things will change. Nope, they're not nope. gonna. Another 20. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the dumbest combat. Oh, there we go. How about a 30? A 30 hits. Finally hit the motherfucker. Kill and it. we'll smack him for 31 damage. Right on the nose, practically. Oh, shit. Yeah. Peach Bite takes a big, wide, arcing overhead swing and smashes this thing right in its teeth. All of the tendrils that are grappling you start writhing wriggling and they let go and then it falls unceremoniously on top of what now you can see is a destroyed statue well, I mean there is this deer carcass at the oh, foot yeah, of the statue deer. Jeb that seems weird to you yeah it does how the fuck did the deer get up here the Zolgats brought it to it, obviously. Yeah. I just assume that if the tiger can jump that high, a deer can jump that high, and I move on with the knowledge of that. Oh, congratulations. You've defeated the Roper. Yeah, casters, how you doing? Do you need to rest? I mean, I use two more spells. That's two two more level two spells. That's it. I used all level zero. The steep stair that leads up through this corridor exits into another wide corridor with a 20-foot vaulted ceiling. 
The ancient masonry here is worn, and countless holes riddle the mortar. I continue on. Pete Fai starts making his way go through the passage here, and it leads into what looks to be a central chamber. It's bare of furnishings, though the floor bears many cracks and bits of broken mud. The corbelled arch of the ceiling rises to a height of 20 feet, and a five-foot-wide opening pierces the apex just south of its center. In addition to the rubble, the floor is scattered with other bits of debris, ranging from shards of wood and glass to strange bits of metal and pools of foul-smelling substances. You see a creature, two creatures, one in each of two alcoves in this room, to the north and to the south. Are they looking good? They're cute? Oh, it looks so good. They're cuties? They're going to be friends. They're adorable. Heck yeah, we found friends. Hello. Oh, they are adorable. Hello, Artie Doo-Doos. Doo-Doos. <laughs> Doo-Doos. <laughs> I want one. That is, I love it. It's a little, it's, it's like a gangly, sad-looking robot. I don't like that it has a spine. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> kind of got what looks like a spine, which isn't great. But the rest of it is pretty, like, adorably sad. Exterminate. Except it'd be more like, exterminate. <laughs> it's just sad. <laughs> Peach Pie, you're just projecting onto yeah, I, it. I am. <laughs> oh, they're large. Oh, my. Yeah, there's nothing small about these guys. They're about nine feet tall, and they have, like, random vials sticking out of its metallic body. They're not moving. But as soon as you cross the threshold into the room, they both come to life with whirs and friends. They start doing the robot. Initiative. Mmm, friends. Can my initiative be a performance check of me doing the robot? <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't worry, guys. I'll just continue to go first. Yeah, no sure. shit you will. <laughs> I guess go ahead and roll a performance check. No, I'm not, not actually doing that. Okay, okay good. Jebediah, top of round one with a nat 20 on the initiative. All right. Well, I mean, delay. You delay? I mean, what? They're just robots, dude. Robots are cool. Well, the one that's right, basically right next to you, because this hallway enters in on the southern side of the room next to this alcove, takes a five-foot step forward as it kind of lumbers out of the alcove that it's in. At the end of one of its long metallic arms is an array of syringes holding multiple different colors of fluid. It kind of holds one of the syringes up, almost as though it's an index finger, and stabs it right at Jebediah. Jeb, does a 41 hit you? Um, let me look at my sheet quick. <laughs> yeah, it looks like that would probably crit. Oh, what are they doing? Robots, no! <laughs> <laughs> Jeb, you take 28 damage. Maybe the other one's friendly. We'll, we'll, wait. we'll still figure this out. What are you doing, Step Robot? Um, Spencer, go ahead and roll a d6 for me. How about a d12 that we cut in half? Sure. 1.5. You <laughs> literally have a line of virtual dice. Why did you pick up the d12? <laughs> Here you go. Oh, it, it flew off the screen. Fuck. Come back. Four. All right, robot. I rolled a four. All right. Tell the, me you're my friend now. The syringe that it dug into your chest has a bright red liquid in it. Wait, are you telling me it took a syringe and stabbed it into Jeb's chest? Yes. Jesus Christ. A plunger that you see through the crystal vial of the syringe injects the bright red liquid into Jebediah's chest and deals him fire damage. These are things the worst. What? It gave me a vaccine? Talk about heartburn. (laughs) No, it it would be fire damage. And you're gonna take... 12 points of fire damage. Oh, good. Uh, It pulls the syringe out, and then it kind of clicks its syringe hands, fingers together, and then chooses another one, and then goes to stab at you again with it. Jeb, does a 33 hit you? Uh, 33 does, does not crit this time. That's good. Well, that's good. You take 13 points of piercing damage. Give me another D6. Reroll on a four. D12 it is. Cut in half. It's a Knock four. It off. 
three. <laughs> this one is bright blue, and it seems to crackle with energy. You will take ten points of electricity damage as it injects liquid lightning into your veins. I don't have resistance for that. Liquid lightning would be a cool drug name. Five dollars. It's already a drug. Well, then after the large yeah, constructs, I'll go now. It's mad at me. That was at the south side of the room. The one in the north alcove. Hey, chief, I'm going. Oh, you delayed. Get to go. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, I'm gonna activate reflection of life. So we're at five healing every turn for a minute. All right. I'll attack with my third action. I will roll a 26 to hit large construct man. Uh, why am I still enfeebled? You are still enfeebled. I brushed it off. <laughs> no, no, you I didn't. cleaned myself. <laughs> you just took a poop and went away. And I healed. Oh, you pooped. No, but I did heal. No, uh, the enfeebled condition does stay after the heal. Well, why the fuck? I, I did a medicine check. Why is it still on me? You're weak. I think these ones are special. No, I'm not weak. I put bandages on this. <laughs> well, I concede. You hear a, a very loud cat roar from corridors beyond the anger of enfeeblement. Got hit so hard, Turtle felt it. I'm done. Then that will take us over to the construct that's in the northern alcove. And this one, you see, has also, like, vials of glass all over its body as well. One of the vials on near where its shoulder is fills with a liquid. With his first action, he pulls it off. And with his second action, he throws it at Jebediah. I reflect it back with great accuracy. 37 to hit. I hit it so hard it breaks on me and it crits me. Fuck. <laughs> Jeb, you are going to take... Dude, I'm, like, hurt. Stop. Yeah, go ahead and roll roll a uh, roll a d6 again for me. Five. Five. Not fire damage. Fuck. Can you just knock me unconscious already? Let's go. This one deals you poison damage, and it deals you 34 points of poison damage. Jesus. I scream for my clown man friend. Cracks Jebediah across the skull. Shards of glass are sticking out of his dwarven brow, and acid drips down his face. And with the Construct's third action, you see another vial fill on its shoulder. Peach Pie, it's your turn. Well, I hear some terrible noises coming from up ahead, and I move up, and I see Jeb, and I rage, and I attack. Incoming. Ugh. 21 and miss. I have had a poor night. Jeb needs healing badly. Ah. One of them go before him. True. Moonlight. Moonlight can't heal. Yeah, the Wiz Wiz can't heal either. Where's that Savatri bitch? <laughs> Channel your inner Savatri. Moonlight's well, gonna move up. Go, oh shit, that thing's right there. How am I supposed to do? This doesn't say anything about constructs. It just says one creature. And this is a creature, so. We're gonna give my new level 5 spell a try. Because I think Jeb needs some help here. So it's called synesthesia. Synesthesia? Yeah, synesthesia. (laughs) I think. Uh, Target one creature, saving throw will, duration one minute. The target senses are suddenly rewired, which makes sense in this case, because it's got wires um, (laughs) in unexpected ways, causing them to process noises as bursts of color, smells as sounds, and so on. It has three effects, and the target must attempt a will save. Due to the distraction, the target must succeed at a DC 5 flat check each time it uses a concentration action or the action fails. The target's difficulty processing visual input makes all creatures and objects concealed from it. And the creature has trouble moving, making it clumsy 3 and giving it a minus 10 foot status penalty to its speed. Wow. Oh, shit. So it is a serious debuff spell, but it has to fail on its save, so we will see. I mean, even if it succeeds, it is all of those things for one round. Yeah. Fuck. It got exactly what it needed for a save. Moonlight casts this spell at it, this synesthesia spell, and the alchemical monstrosity, like, turns and looks at Moonlight. It is 
unaffected. Oh, it's unaffected by mental, isn't it? Because it's a freaking construct. Cool spell, though. Good try. Well, there goes a level 5 spell. And I move, so I'm done. Alright. After Moonlight, Wizard, it's your turn. I move closer to everybody. Can I reach Jeb from where I'm at? Like, around the corner? Oh yeah, definitely. Second action, I pull out Saint's Balm. I apply the Saint's Balm to Jeb. So Jeb, I come up behind you and start... Rubbing me down? Rubbing you down. (laughs) (laughs) With some paste that's made from powdered bones. Mm. (laughs) The powdered bones of a long-forgotten saint. It's luminescent, too. Uh, You get 28 HP back. That's convenient. And that costs 70 gold. Wow. Ah. Thanks for your 70 gold. Well, you have one action left, I believe. No, that was all three because I had to draw all the bandolier, then I had to use an action to use it. I had to Ah. move all three. Oh, gotcha. The move. Then after the wizard, we go back up to the top of the order. Round two. The construct that is right in front of Jebediah and Peach Pie. Peach Pie, the large construct in front of you, stabs at you with one of its syringe hands. I ain't 30 to hit. I don't hit. You're going to take 15 points of piercing damage and roll a d6. Four. Peach Pie is going to take six points of fire damage as liquid fire is injected into your shoulder. And then with its second action, I'm going to stab at you again. This time with a 31 to hit. That'll hit. Peach Pie will take 21 points of piercing damage and go ahead and give me another d6. Five. Peach Pie, green liquid gets injected and you take five points of poison damage. And then it's going to attack you for a third time. It's a 23 to hit. That'll miss. And that is its turn, Jebediah. I will choose to do two actions towards large construct number two. That's the one on the other side of the room. And I'll need a reflex save from him. Let's fail, buddy. Uh, what? He gets a 38. Cool. That's that's great. We're just going to pretend nothing happened and attack the one in front of me. (laughs) What spell did he critically succeed? Uh, Don't worry, it's just my level five that's just gone. Oh, no. Yeah, right. I know how that feels. I'm just going to use an action point and attack this thing again. Great, same thing. I'm just going to log off. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm done. What spell was that? Oh, Impaling Spike. Oh, that would have been a good one here. Sure would have been, you piece of shit. Sorry, I get angry sometimes. (laughs) Don't mean to. I'm working on it. Then after Jebediah, the construct on the north end of the room pulls the vial that was previously filled on the round before and throws it at Jebediah. Jeb does a 28 hit you. You know it does. I do. I do know it does. But you know, it doesn't crit me, so that's... So that's going through Peach Pie? Does he get a cover bonus? I suppose with a range attack, you would. Which just means that it would break on Peach Pie instead. Not actually, like, full damage to Peach Pie, but Splash would start at Peach Pie. Coverage is just a percent, isn't it? No, it's two. Mm, it's two AC. Oh. I'm sorry. You don't hit me. You're still going to take Splash damage. This one is a vial of liquid ice. Peach Pie and Jebediah will both take three points of cold splash damage. Another vial is going to fill with liquid, and it's going to throw this one at Peach Pie this time with a 33 to hit. Hits. This one is an acid bomb going to hit Peach Pie for 3d6 persistent acid damage, as well as three splash. And that will splash on Jebediah as well. All right, that's its turn. Down to Peach Pie. Okay. Um, well, I guess I'll attempt to attack this guy. I think I'll use my action point because I missed on that. We'll try again. That time I get a 29 to hit. 29 hits. And I will deal it 29 damage. Um, wow, these things are ridiculous. I think I will attack again. And I get a nat 20, so I crit it. Nice. We really needed that. I'll deal 53 damage. 53 
Damn. Then with my third action. Hold up. Oh, sorry. When Peach Pie smashes into this thing, it dents it so heavily that a small hole springs in its casing. And then it sprays alchemical (laughs) junk. All over Peach Pie and Jebediah. Great. Seriously? Yeah. Peach Pie and Jeb give me reflex saves. Well, that one. 28. You re-roll that shit, bro. That's probably already used a zero point. Oh. Peach Pie critically fails the natural one on the dice. Jebediah with a 28 also fails. A 28 fucking fails this thing? Jesus. 28 Acid damage. These robots would have been activated if it wasn't for the fucking wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Letting him know we were coming. You don't oh, know right. that. <laughs> they turned on the power. Peach Pie is going to take 69 points of acid damage. Nice. It's just sprayed with this alchemical goop. Jebediah will take 28 points of acid damage. This is on his turn? What the fuck? This is this is specifically because he critically hit him too. With my third action, I step out of that room. I think we should leave. Oh, you fucking pulling me out of here? Because there's another guy to come. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish I could grab you as I did it. Peach Pie, you were taking persistent acid damage. Yes, but I roll a 17 to overcome it, which is successful. Take 10 points of acid damage as you brush off all that acid. Lay through that. Leave now. We were not prepared. Moonlight. Telekinetic projectile. Throw a book at this guy. 24. Not gonna do it. I'll use my hero point. 35 to hit. 35 hits. God, it's not a fucking crit. It is not. Deal it. 21 damage. And I back away. Sounds like somebody kicking an empty trash can. Clang. The book hits it. Wizard, it's your turn. I'm going to try to recall knowledge on the one I can see. Uh, what type of check you want? I think for these ones, it's going to be crafting. Constructs. Makes sense. I'm actually trained at crafting. Okay. 18. Fuck. You have no idea. Can't Wizard, put Jeb in your sleeves and run. I can't do that. Um, I can't make another check, can I? There's like a second Recall action. knowledge? Yeah. Not without some sort of additional piece of information. Quick, someone tell me something I didn't know. <laughs> second action, I grab Jeb. Third action, I drag him, him and myself out. The strongest wizard known to man. No, I'm extremely weak, but I feel like I can at least <laughs> drag you a little bit. You're a fucking dwarf. No offense. Yeah, it's okay, They've done a modified pull, a modified shove action and made it a pull before. So give me an athletics check to do that. Yeah, but he's not resisting. It'd just be like drag weight. Jebediah, are you resisting? What? No. <laughs> okay. In fact, I'd fall into his arms. <laughs> Take me, the wizard. Take me away. <laughs> I'm so hot. I'm just thinking, this is a narrow-ass hallway. I don't feel like they're going to follow us. That's my hope. Jeb, when you get, uh, when the wizard passes by you, he does grab like grab you like the collar of your armor and pull you back. You only move five feet back, but he does manage to pull you back into the hallway, which takes us to the top of round three. The large construct that came from the southern alcove reaches towards Jebediah with its syringed fingers and then steps back into the alcove. Kind of does this. So did I see anything else in this room? Like where, like where they were hidden? Or are they both just, like you said, alcoves? Like there doesn't seem to be... Yeah, they're just alcoves in, in the northern, southern part of this room. They are not hidden by any means. What I'm getting at is I don't see... Like this looked like a dead end. It's not. Uh, you probably missed it in the room description. There is a hole in the ceiling. Oh, okay. That leads up. With no obvious way to get up there. Magic. You guys want me to go check out that hole? Looks like we're resting right here. No, yeah, we're, we're going to rest. Back. I kind of want to go take a peek up that hole before we rest, okay? Maybe if you go invisible. 
I'm I'm just gonna go invisible and fly up that hole quick, right up in there. You can do that. Yeah. You have another fly. Uh. Wait. Fuck! I don't have a fourth level bomb item left. Here you go, fly. A casted fly. That's what you get for being lazy and not just climbing up the fucking <laughs> stairs. <laughs> a casted fly on you. Go. Oh, Jeb's got it. Oh, Jeb's yeah. got it. <laughs> you cast fly on me? Yeah. I always forget you're a caster. Well, then I use my second level drain bonded item to recast invisibility at myself first. Oh, wizard. And then he casts fly on me, and I go fly up that hole invisible. What do I see up there? This room near the tower's pinnacle is pyramidal in shape. Its corbelled walls rise at a steep angle to an apex 50 feet overhead, where a cylindrical shaft rises another 10 feet before opening to the sky at the tower's point. The stuttering light of the tower's aeon orb swings around the shaft, casting dizzying shadows and occasionally shining its light straight down the shaft. The 30-foot square chamber has four alcoves, one in the center of each wall, and the entire room is cluttered with crates bearing a sprawling contraption of glass and metal boxes, mirrors, liquid-filled tubes, and copper wiring. The south alcove, where the wizard is popping out of, has a simple hoist with a winch and pulley for hauling items up through the square-cut shaft that descends through the floor. The northern alcove holds a giant piece of rough-cut crystal, three feet in diameter. This crystal rests on the floor and glows with an inner fire. Tubes and wiring from the assorted paraphernalia in this room converge on this giant mineral. A low humming pervades the room, originating from the connected apparatuses. Every so often, the swinging light of the orbiting Aeon Orb shines down through the shaft from above, striking the device, which sparks wildly as it absorbs the light. The crystal's inner light then perceptibly brightens. Whenever the orb's light is momentarily absorbed, the orb takes on a dull brownish cast for a few moments before gradually regaining its former sheen. The fuck? Um, knowledge? Like, recall knowledge checks? Can I make some type of checks? What the fuck am I seeing? Absolutely not. You need to actually, like, investigate. Yeah, it's fine. I'll investigate. I, I'm invisible and I'm flying. I'm not gonna just peek my head and leave. Like, I see this. I'm gonna want to know what the fuck this is. Don't get too cocky. Just start unplugging shit. <laughs> I might just, like, break this shit and leave. Yeah, investigate the fuck out of this place. First looking for valuables, second looking to see if there's anything that tells me who might have set this all up and how it works. That's really fucking cool. There's no discernible way. Like, you don't know what what this thing is. You've never seen anything like it. You don't have anything to even compare it to. But I will allow you to make a crafting check to see if you can discover the best way to deactivate the device. 36. Yeah, yeah. There's this, this, this pipe that's coming from the east side of the apparatus. There's something that's connecting all those boxes and mirrors over there. You're pretty sure that you could safely sever one of these copper tubes and it would stop whatever's flowing from the eastern portion of the apparatus over to the crystal. I break it. And that portion of the machine flickers, hums, and then shuts down. Does the um, orb look like it's getting better? The rest of the device seems to grow in intensity to make up for the section of it that is no longer functioning. Okay, I said I investigated to see if I could find any evidence of, like, who might have done this. Do I find anything? Go ahead and give me a perception check here. 27. You're looking for sheaves of paper or a journal, or something like that. You don't see anything originally, so you go over to the machine and try to disable it, but when you take a second look around, there are several thin metal sheets that are carved with diagrams and notes 
and undercommon. I gather them and glance through them quick. Not like a full, like, take my time read, but just kind of glance through it to see if I understand the language, like what it even is. Like, is, is it like scientific talk? Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, it's in undercommon. You understand the words being used, and the wizard is smart enough to gather that this diagram is definitely blueprint of sorts for this machine. And it gives you an understanding of how it works to an extent. There's still something that you're missing from it. Do I understand? Is it, it is negatively impacting the Aeon Orb, right? Absolutely. The crystal is actually harnessing the light from the Aeon Orb. And every time that flicker happens, it's draining more power from the orb. If this keeps going, it could drain the whole orb. What's my best guess on what would happen if I broke that crystal? Looking through it, you know, shift through the papers again, that would probably create a magical backlash that could possibly straight out kill you. And you have a momentary flash of, oh shit, I just tried to disable this thing without any assistance, and it could have killed you if you didn't disable it correctly. That doesn't bother the wiz. Okay, um, yeah, that sounds that sounds right up the wizard's alley. I don't know why you're bringing that up. Um, <laughs> I can see they try to disarm it. I, I do yell down, hey guys, you, you might want to leave the building. I'll be out shortly. <laughs> Just run away. Just run away. Ah, oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm going to save the world, guys. I don't know what the wizard's up to, but I slowly limp out of this building. I want to go get a good view of what he's about to do. Peachwise on in 5 HP. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for like a. I, I feel like you guys would be shouting back and forth through a hole in the floor, <laughs> a hole in the ceiling for Peach Pie, a hole in the floor for for the wizard, through a room with two deadly alchemical constructs. Peach Pie, turn on your damn resonant reflection. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll do that. I got 13 minutes. Let's disarm this shit. What do you mean you got 13 minutes? Well, I last for five. I guess he's staying up there. He can drop down the hole. I was going to say, if it goes bad, I'm just going to fly straight up or go down the hole. He, what he's saying is it's going to take you longer to disable than fly lasts. Yeah. It's going to take longer than five minutes to disable this whole thing. You know it. You just rest up there by yourself so you can regain your spells for the next day. <laughs> Honestly, I was very close to just sudden bolting the crystal and running, but I don't think that's going. Wait. Could you fly outside the window and sudden bolt yeah. it from a distance? <laughs> What's the range on sudden bolt? Fuck, I could just magic missile it, too. Yeah. Sudden bolt 60 feet. Do it. That's the way magic to go. Magic missile's 120 feet. Um, yeah, after I read, read up a little bit, I just tell them to leave the building. I fly straight fucking up for however long, and then I'm just going to sudden bolt the crystal straight below me from 60 feet. Uh, how... How far away should we be? Just just keep... Just run. Run. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't fly for, for that much longer. Just run. I'll meet you at the entrance where we kill all the Zogats. <laughs> I think he's going to do something stupid, so we should probably run. That seems reasonable. Flop, 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 flop. Fucking run. <laughs> Yeah, we run. <laughs> Wizard, as you begin to contemplate the sudden bolt strategy, your spell slime points to a box in the corner that became magic as that thought crossed your mind. It became magic? You did, like, it did. It detected as magic as soon as that thought crossed your mind. I detect magic. What kind of magic is it? Fuck, it goes to the strongest magic. What's the strongest magic in here? The crystal th- contraption. Yeah, magic is incorporated into it. The machine is the stronger magical aura. In fact, I guess I can't imagine any way that your spell slime, and I totally forgot about your spell slime until now. When you enter this room, it would be going nuts, humming and vibrating. and It's arcane magic for sure, then. Mm-hmm. I go look in the box. What's in the box? It's uh, emanating an evocation aura. And inside the box is a thick, rounded piece of steel with several crystals embedded into the center of it. When you get closer, it... Fuck this, I have to go fly and, and set a bolt the crystal. 
as you all are running out, Soro says, So the wizard's just going to sacrifice itself then, yes? Well, fucking dagger. Shut up, Soro. To the best of our guess, I don't. He just told us to run. I mean, you guys, you guys would see me fly out of the top, wouldn't they? I mean, once they're at the bottom, yeah. I would assume there's enough time that passes with you kind of contemplating and looking at this rounded. Yeah, I mean, because we don't know what's up there. We have no idea what he's. I mean, why would we think that there's something up there that's gonna fucking explode? <laughs> Last time I told them to run, it was a giant construct that I stole something from. Yeah, God, I mean, that's true. It could be fucking Jesus anything. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably expecting another construct running so after them. They just fought constructs. Like. Chase scene. All right. As the rest of the party uh, exits the tower, gets down, and they're climbing down that switchback stair that goes on around the outside of it. While you're still on that stair going down, you see the wizard fly out the top. His colorful robes. Then I sudden bolt it. Fuck it. 60 feet, sudden bolt. 90 feet, reach sudden bolt. And I fly away. (laughs) As soon as it hits the crystal, it's too sudden for you to move afterwards, Ted, and you spent your third action reaching. As soon as the sudden bolt hits the crystal, it seems to suck that magical energy that's coming from your spell into it faster than it should have. And it glows brightly. And then it goes silent. And then... It explodes in this shockwave that goes out of the top of the tower, throwing the wizard back in the air. Wizard, I need you to make a basic action called Arrest of Fall. He's straight up flying. Yeah, that's a flying thing, yeah. Uh, He is flying. It's a reaction called Arrest of Fall, and the trigger is you fall. You need to make an acrobatics check. Good thing you're in a circus. The wizard begins free-falling through the air. Gets right about to where the party is, wildly flapping his hands. As he's falling, flapping his arms, Peach Pie runs around trying to get underneath him with his arms spread out to catch him. I've got you, I've got you, I've got you. <laughs> 20. The wizard begins free-falling through the air gets right about to where the party is. And then comes down to a graceful walk. He does. He stabilizes. He finds himself upright. Jeb will just look up and go, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Today the wizard does not die. And after the device explodes, the Aeon Orb absorbs light from that room where that crystal was and you see the this almost light blue energy motes of energy flow into the aeon orb and as it does it shines brightly like the sun and the wizard begins to shine in concert with the aeon orb the wizard gains a new resonant reflection the resonant reflection of water i'm gonna give the reflection of water to everybody I'm an ice wizard. Cool that. You gain a swim speed, 10 feet. You can breathe underwater. And in addition, you can focus the affinity to once per day for two actions, cast control water as a fifth level innate divine spell. The area of water you control increases by 10 feet in length and width for every two levels you have beyond 10th level. How, how big was that explosion? Big. Like, wipe out the building big? No, no. Uh, the building wasn't damaged in any way. Okay. It was definitely some sort of magical backlash. You said those notes were in Undercommon, but they weren't, like, signed by anybody. Nothing I could tell who wrote them. No, no, no identifying, Mark. Maybe we could crash here tonight, see if anybody shows up, uh, wanting to see what happened to their, their stuff. Yeah, I was expecting a lot more Zolgas in the area. I think we should be safe to to rest here. Pull up them ladders so they can't climb up here and... I don't think any of those Zolgas that we killed were smart enough to put this together. No, no way. That couldn't be. Do we level? You level 10. I've never been level 10 in Pathfinder 2E.
I'm doing it myself. So saith the wizard, and hey, it actually worked out. Who says that guy doesn't have any good ideas? Or maybe this was just another bad idea that somehow managed to go well. Fuck it, do a thing, and if it works out, claim it was your plan all along. What dumb shit will we get away with next week? Find out as we continue The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.